Hello and welcome to the Campaign Podcast, where we talk about all things marketing and advertising. I'm Simon Gwynn, Acting News Editor at Campaign, and today I'm going to be speaking to Jose Miguel Sokolov, Global Chief Creative Officer at Mullen Lowe Group, and we're going to be talking about the Nova Awards, which Mullen Lowe has sponsored for the past 10 years, uh, and those awards celebrate the best ideas coming from graduating students at Central St. Martins in London. So let's go straight over to that. So now I'm, I'm delighted to be joined by Jose Miguel Sokolov, who's Chief Creative Officer Global at uh, Mullen Lowe. Um, how are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Great. And how's the weather right now where you are? We just had a monsoon yesterday in some parts of London. Oh, Simon, I'm in London as well. Uh, and uh, yesterday was the first time I saw proper rain in London, which is nice. Uh, that's the way it rains in Bogota, where I come from. One of the things that I've always noticed is that people say that it rains a lot in London, but I've always kind of found that the rain doesn't really get you very wet. Yesterday's did get people soaked. Yes, wet, very, very wet indeed. Um, so, um, Jose Miguel, uh, we're here today to talk about the Nova Awards. Um, so could you start by telling us what those are, um, how long they've been going and, and why it's something that Mullen Lowe's involved in? Well, the, the Nova Awards are a partnership that we have uh, that, that Mullen Lowe has had with Central St. Martins for over 10 years now. Um, and, uh, and, and the idea is to reward and somehow give more notoriety, more visibility to those students um, that, uh, that are presenting extraordinary uh, graduation projects that really transcend the boundaries of thinking, of creativity, of questioning, and uh, and that are moving moving us forward as a as a nation, and and uh, in, in some cases as nations, uh, in some cases as humanity. And it's, it's, it's incredibly interesting how, how these projects really have really surprised you all the time. And, and, and this is, this is young, unfiltered thinking where so many ideas come from. Um, and, uh, so many, so many revolutionary ideas come from. So it's our attempt to, to look at these ideas, to see them early on, to learn from them, to participate in them. And those, that are outstanding, try to um, stimulate these students and give them some funds so that they can continue with their practice and their research and that they can feel that what they're doing is the right thing. Great. Yeah, I mean, there's some terrific uh, entries on the shortlist for uh, this year's awards, which um, has just been announced. Uh, it's a huge pool that you're selecting from, uh, 1,300 graduating students at Central St. Martins. Uh, there were 49 entries uh, nominated. That's been narrowed down to um, a shortlist of 14. And then in August, there'll be uh, six uh, winners announced with, uh, I think, one winner, two runners up and then three uh, special awards. So um, let's talk a bit about the entries uh, on the shortlist. So uh, you're um, a member of the, the judges uh, for, for the awards. What kind of things uh, do you look for when you're um, assessing the, the, the best entries? I, I'm looking to be surprised and to be odd and to be and to be taken aback. And this comes in many shapes and, 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 and forms. Uh, one of them is because of the deepness of the thought and the questioning uh, 
and I and I'll return to to the questions a lot because I think there's a trend this year more than on looking for answers on posing a lot of a lot of questions and and making us question the way we live the way we are um, and 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 if we are and using different different elements of of creativity product design or uh, video or or soundscapes or even fashion to to make us question and the interaction really leaves you questioning what you're doing sometimes it's the brilliantness i don't even know if that word exists in english but it does in spanish the brilliantness of of the solution how genius uh, the solution is to a problem that's always been there and you kind of say ah why how how could they do this and sometimes it's a process and how intricate and how detailed and how profound and deep the process is to find uh, uh, the solution one of the one of the shortlisted projects uh, is is a project about ceramics but these ceramics are completely natural they have uh, are completely organic and completely natural and, uh, and and it's amazing the amount of work that goes into it so there's so many ways that 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 people surprise us um, so I, I don't think it's an easy answer that's why I spoke so long yeah um, and the the um, entry you were talking about there the ceramics uh, idea that was from um, uh, Nicoletta Chrisaku, and I do apologize yes. uh, to Nicoletta if I've um, pronounced their name wrong there. They're from uh, the Material Futures uh, course. There's an amazing uh, range of, um, of subjects that uh, are represented here from Central St. Martin. So there's uh, fine art, bio design, uh, material futures, art and science, performance design and practice, graphic communication design, industrial design, fashion design and product design. So what you have is an extremely broad range of ideas here. Some of them are products. One specifically that comes to mind is um, from uh, Chuck Lam Wong uh, on the product design course, um, who's created um, a reusable menstruation uh, product that's designed for refugees and designed to meet their kind of particular needs. But we also have some that are very abstract uh, art projects. When you're comparing these things from very different disciplines with very different aims and intentions, how are you weighing up the merits of, of one versus the other? That's always been the thing about these awards. That's always been the, the most difficult thing. The work comes from very, very different angles, but some of the best work really stands out above, above the rest. But even, even within the same discipline, for example, you have in, in product design, you have the one that you just mentioned, the period poverty, uh, the addressing system, but then you also have the meat producing machine that looks like an espresso machine and one of them is a real product that can be put into practice tomorrow and the other is a theoretical product that may never exist but still it's a beautifully designed product it could it could work if it existed and if the technology was there and more than more than just producing a design that may work it is an incredibly powerful piece of of work and of design because of the questions it asks because of our relationship with meat it makes us rethink so many things so i think i think even even within the same uh, discipline there there's a lot of diversity and that's that's what makes it fascinating so i think uh, funny enough you've been pointing out or we've been talking about some of the stuff that 
well, everything that's on this short list made it, floated to the top on its own. Yeah, as soon as you see the result, you say, ah, this is good. This is genius. This is interesting. What I, I want to know more. So it's also engaging. I, I, I don't really know the answer. It's kind, I don't know the answer in the future. I know the answer for the past 11 years, what, or 10 years, what we've been doing. But every year it's completely different because the stuff that makes it to the top comes from very different things. So at the beginning, you just kind of are looking at this from a completely agnostic point of view. What is this project? What is it about? What's the thinking behind it? Am I surprised by it? And then you, you, you start looking at where it comes from, uh, what the thinking is, what the course is, and, and you start having those discussions. But I don't know how it, it's different every year. Must be a very rewarding experience look, looking at these. Uh, the, um, the meat uh, project um, that you mentioned, the listeners, is from uh, Alice Turner, um, and it's a, a theoretical uh, product designed to allow people to grow their own uh, meat uh, at home, which which may well be something that we uh, we're all doing um, in, in the future. Uh, but just uh, the uh, the other end of the kind of entries that I was talking about, uh, abstract artistic projects. That there's one, for example, from um, Gwen Sean or, or Sean. Again, apologies, huge apologies to um, all of the the entrants whose, whose names I might be getting wrong. But uh, it's called HS2 Ghostlands, it's inspired by the uh, landscapes that are being uh, removed or destroyed in order to make way for HS2, the new rail line that's being built in the UK. This project uh, takes sounds from um, endangered woodland, in- including uh, things like falling branches, birdsong, and it uses those to create this uh, amazing haunting piece of experimental music. When you're looking at entries like that, how do you, um, what's your, what are your thoughts on um, how those kind of things inspire commercial creativity? If we think about, you know, the people's jobs in creative agencies, they're often creating ad campaigns for, you know, crisps or holidays. So um, what's the through line from that kind of work to, um, you know, your mainstream ad campaigns? I'm going to beat around the bush a little bit here because I think, I think the beauty of that project that you're mentioning is the fact that it's trying to preserve and to, to preserve for memory a place that is probably going to disappear by looking at it in a way that we've never really thought about uh, small or, 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 or ecosystems, which is not visual, which is not uh, biological and jotting down every plant and every species that was there, but of creating and, and studying the landscape, the soundscape that it creates and piecing all of these together in, in, in a melody and a, and a piece of music that is composed specially for it. It uses those soundscapes and it also uses instruments that are made from the wood and, 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 and some of the pieces of, 
of debris that is there. So it's very intricate, very rich, and it's also a completely different way to looking at it. Now, what can we learn from it uh, in, in, our, in our business of advertising? I, I think, number one, we really have to look at, uh, at things in, from, from different perspectives, from completely different perspectives. And that's where the genius work comes from, uh, not by, by repeating what everybody else is doing. And if you want to preserve these woodlands for memory, you would probably go and film it or take a lot of pictures or pick up a lot of leaves and classify everything. Those are the things that you would normally do. But it's genius when you do it in a different way, when you realize there's a, there's a different angle to look at it. And I think we need to learn from that discipline and we need to understand that uh, it, it can lead to right answers or, or to very good answers that are not necessarily what we thought and even much more poetic, and much more beautiful and much more accessible, if you will. This piece of music is something that people can listen to and enjoy in the future without really knowing what it's about. And only when they look at it and they, and they understand what it's about, then it, it, it acquires this, this huge meaning. I think uh, this is, this is a sort of thing that, that, that we can learn from it all the time. And, and I, I would also add, I was using this piece as an example to talk to, to creatives. Uh, it's use what you have. She found music. She found, uh, she found instruments out of the, out of the debris that was lying on the floor. She recorded the birds, the, the, the way everything sounds. And she tried to stay away from the political aspect and somehow it got sucked in and it, and, and it's represented in the work which I think is very interesting because at the end of the day, you can't avoid things, things that are obviously there. So yeah, I think, I think we need to, we need to remember that we have to think of, of different ways into the problems and that there is no right or wrong answer. Uh, it's just different answers. And let's look at all the possibilities. Yes, definitely. I think you're absolutely right. Um, whether it's commercial creativity, art or, or entertainment, I think some of the best creative thinking comes from looking at things through um, a lens or a framework that isn't necessarily obvious and I think that's something that you can see in in uh, this um, piece of work. I just uh, want to add by the way that we're not going to be discussing every single entry on in this interview um, but we're not picking favorites here um, they're just some that illustrate uh, particular points. I'd encourage everybody to have a look at the campaign website where you'll be able to read about all 14 entries on the shortlist. So uh, as well as the, the overall winner and two runners up, there's um, uh, three additional awards, uh, one of which is the Yornova Award. Can you tell us about that? I think this is, this is a, a very timely question because you just mentioned that we're not picking winners here and we're not. We're talking about projects that illustrate what we're trying, what we're trying to say. And there is an award that we open to, to, to the public, to anybody who wants to take the time to look at this work and decide which to them is the best work. And that is a very special award. That is an award that is highly coveted by the, by the participants because it isn't a panel of um, experts trying to dissect the work, but it is the feeling that it creates uh, amongst, amongst people. And that ultimately is what, what, what this is about anyway. So um, I encourage everybody to go to the to the campaign website, look for the People's Choice Award, and get there and vote. 
Uh, there's two other special awards um, that are being uh, being awarded. There's the Unstereotype Award, uh, which is presented by Unilever, one of uh, Monolo's clients. That's to recognise work that breaks away from limited and outdated stereotypes. Uh, Unilever, obviously, um, as most people, are, I'm sure, uh, know, we're one of the founding partners of the Unstereotype Initiative uh, a few years ago, which has been doing some very, very important work on particularly um, changing the representation of women in advertising. Uh, and the other special award is from Creative Boom, the Creative Boom, rather, Conscious Awards, which is given to a project that reflects, responds to, or champions lasting positive change in today's society. And I think of the 14 entries, there's, there's multiple very strong contenders for that one. Um, so, Jose Miguel, I wanted to ask what kind of uh, trends you uh, or themes you've picked up uh, in across not just the 14 shortlisted entries, but all, all of those that were nominated. So my, my number one trend is, uh, and, and I and I did not very uh, subtly hint it in my first answer, is the fact that this is this is a year that asks a lot of questions and is not trying to give us answers. This could be a product or it could not. We may or may not need it. It may or may not work. But what are the questions that we need to ask? And, and I think uh, the HS2 that we just talked about, is also about the questions that that we need to ask. What 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 are we doing and why are we doing what we're doing? There is a, a sustainable ceramics that we also talked about, but then there is the fashion that grows the moss uh, dresses, and it isn't necessarily an answer. It is more a question than an answer, and I I thought that was fascinating this year. The other thing is there's a lot to do with mental health. There's a lot to do with with how you're feeling and how you're you're relating to to the world, be that through your physical being, through your interactions with it or with it, both real and digital. So there's a lot of introspection as well, which I thought I I, I think is 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 interesting because it probably it probably is the, is one of the derivatives of of the lockdown that students have less time to be socializing, more time to be with themselves, thinking about what's going on in their lives. And maybe the third one is that, in general, the students tried to put forward their point of view without without trying to create controversy. And I thought that was that was different from times before from 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 years from years before there is there is a much softer approach. There is a much less uh, confrontational approach to the problems. That is really interesting. Um, uh, the, the point you made about there are a number of entries, a number of uh, entries on the shortlist that use plants or organic material in some uh, interesting and unexpected way. And I think that's probably something that's on all of our minds at the moment, given the kind of impact that materials, particularly plastic, um, have on, on uh, the earth. And uh, the one that you mentioned, the uh, the plant-based uh, dress, is by uh, Lydia Hardcastle from Performance Design and Practice. She started off being inspired by um, uh, just growing cress seeds in, in cotton wool. Uh, lots of people took to uh, to tending to plants. Um, I didn't do that myself, but I have been maintaining a sourdough starter for the last uh, since since last April, which is um, a colony of yeast. Um, so that's my own little pet. And uh, it's very, very interesting, this uh, this dress, which is a huge bulbous creation that has uh, crests growing all over it. Again, uh, one of uh, one of many terrific entries. Jose Miguel, uh, are there any uh, last thoughts that you, you have about the shortlist that you wanted to, to pick up on? I always find that uh, sitting through this work is is gruesome. We have 
the first winner of the Nova Awards and the last, the latest winner of the Nova Awards. So, um, from separated by, by 10 years, uh, which is interesting because they, they have, they have gone in, in, in very different directions. The first one was a designer and animator and he won the first Nova Award 11 years ago. And, and Sandra Polson is always, is also on our, our jury who won it, uh, last year. We have incredible, incredible people, uh, joining, uh, the discussions is, are, are incredible. So I think the result of this is really, uh, thanks to the very, very hard work of, of the jury and every single one of them has done an incredible job and takes it incredibly serious and looks at everything and has an opinion. I, I think being, being part of these discussions is as enriching as seeing the work itself. So. So I, I would like to thank the jury. So, well, thank you very much for, for sharing your thoughts on the Nova Awards, um, Jose Miguel. And, and uh, before we finish up, it's been uh, an extremely busy year for your uh, year and a half, for your agency in, in particular, um, handling the government COVID comms for most yes. of that time. But that's obviously not the only thing uh, that you do. Uh, so what's on the cards for Mullen Lowe at the moment? We're in the in the middle of, of what everybody is 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 going through there's a, an awful lot of pitching there is that plus plus all the work from our from our clients that uh, that we have to get done and we have to get out there for for unilever for uh, for the art fund for for so many clients that uh, that we work for that that we have to put put work out so so i think it's been a busy year it's probably it hasn't felt as busy as last year um maybe maybe because we're used to this crazy rhythm now and uh, we're going back to the office and that's exciting and we're starting we're beginning to to work more the way we used to work and that's exciting jose miguel sokolov uh, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about the nova awards um i would encourage everybody to have a read of uh, my story on the campaign website where you can read about all 14 uh, people on the shortlist and their, their terrific uh, ideas um and we'll see you again very soon. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening to the campaign podcast. And a huge thank you to Jose Miguel Sokolov for joining me and sharing his thoughts on the Nova Awards. You can see all 14 shortlisted entries on our website, along with the best news and analysis from Campaign Magazine at campaignlive.co.uk. If you're a first-time listener, please do subscribe and leave us a review. Goodbye and hope you can join us again soon.